0: I believe happy birthday is in order for Sophia Minner. Sophia, Ooh, did you have a birthday. birthday this weekend?
1: I did. She's like, Jen you know, busted. I did. Jen. Why, why are you talking to her like she's
0: three? Because I wanted to acknowledge her birthday, and I didn't know if she was going to mention it on her own. I mean, so. No, I can't so. imagine. You can't. Me- you can't mention your own birthday, right? Why? That's a faux pas. It isn't. So then you just have to rely hey. on other people to know that it's your birthday. Yeah. Let me tell you what that leads to: disappointment. Well, who cares? <laughs> well, you tried to hide
1: your birthday, didn't you?
0: Me? No. Oh, Ashton Handball. forgot about it. Yes. Yes. Handball. I misremembered it. That's different. True. You had it written down wrong in the <laughs> calendar. Yep, <character>. sure did. <laughs> That might be worse. Sophia, I have a philosophical question for you to begin today. Also, happy birthday to you. Uh, Chaser, who you know, who you've watched grow mm-hmm. over the last you know, 10 years or so, uh, is a huge Ellie De La Cruz fan. Uh, I mean, to the point where he wants okay. to, as soon as it's made available, buy the Ellie De La Cruz City Edition jersey for the Reds. Which again is a good looking jersey. It's black. It's you know kind of kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, is that okay? Is, is it okay for him as a fourteen year old who loves baseball? Last night we're watching the game and he's calling him the alien. He's like, "You got an alien over there in the <laughs> infield, and you're trying to bunt." It was great. Um, is that okay that Chase is a big Ellie De La Cruz fan? Can he wear the De La Cruz jersey around these parts? Uh,
1: I mean, it, it pains me to say it, but yes. I think so, because, well, first of all, I know, Jen, that you and your family are Cubs fans.
0: so We're divided, you know. but yes.
1: <laughs> you, you have a divided home, yes, yeah, a divided home. Um, look, I think he is a really fun player to watch. Like, I, I There's a reason why he came up and he's had the impact that he has over the last, gosh, nearly two months now. Um, and, you know, I think we've kind of been talking about and thinking about, uh, like, for example, last night, the Abner Uribe and Ellie De La Cruz matchup, you, you start to think, like, man, this could turn into one of those perennial matchups that we hopefully see for the next couple of years within the division. So I don't blame Chase at all for being a fan of his. Uh, he is a really intriguing, just unique player. I feel like there has not been a player like him in a long time. So, yeah, I mean, I I get it. I I get why he wants to be a fan. Maybe just don't wear it to the Brewers-Reds game. Like, don't be that guy. Um, But, yeah, I think I'm, I'm okay. Tell Chase, I'm in support. Sophia, can you update us on some of these important injured guys and how close they are to return? Yes. So, Brandon Woodruff, obviously the most kind of important piece and the one that everyone has been waiting for. He is... Going to be pitching in Appleton tomorrow. Actually, if anyone wants to make the road trip, uh, see him with the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. It was three innings for him Saturday with the T-Rats. Uh, that was in Dayton, and uh, you know, no surprise, the uh, the young hitters in A-ball were very aggressive against him. But most importantly, he he felt good. He recovered well in between. So the the plan for him is to is to get the volume of pitches up here tomorrow. Um, And then August 1st, so that would be Tuesday next week, uh, coincidentally, the trade deadline, he will make a start with with AAA. And that one's going to be pretty significant because I think that will be the biggest indicator to him of how the stuff is really playing, how he's feeling, hopefully, again, get the pitch count up even more. And after that third one on August 1st, they'll determine kind of where he is, if he feels he needs another rehab start or not, or if he feels like he's He's ready to go and rejoin the team, so he's definitely getting closer. Um, and then Wade Miley threw a bullpen yesterday. He's hoping that he can avoid a minor league rehab uh, like he had to do before, so that could be could be as soon as the road trip. Honestly, um, the team will go to Atlanta and uh, DC to play the Nationals this coming week. Um, so that that's good step for him. And then Rowdy Tellez, we talked about the nasty finger injury that he had in Cincinnati. He got the stitches out, so now it's just kind of a matter of what he can tolerate with the fracture in that finger. But he, he's really anxious to get going, and he wants to start, I mean, he told us he wants to start swinging a bat today. So we will, we will see how that goes.
0: Has Christian Yelich credited any one thing for his kind of return to form?
1: He, I I think the biggest like physical adjustment that you could point to would be when he went to the toe tap and that was at the beginning of May. And, you know, like any hitter, uh, he got off to kind of a slow start in April. There's always a number of reasons for that. Um, And then it was May 4th, we were in Colorado and he said, you know, I'm going to try something a little different. I think I'm going to try to go back to the toe tap. This was something that he tried last year uh, with the hitting coaches and he just he could never really get comfortable with it consistently, and so it would kind of come and go for him, and um, I think for whatever reason this time, he decided to really commit to it, and that that day that he decided to go to it, he hit a leadoff homer, and it just feels like he has just kept hitting um, since then. So, I mean, you're right, it's he's getting on base, That that part has always been there for him with drawing walks, and then... I think now you're just seeing, like, you know, the power. Obviously, the three-run bomb last night, he's got 15 homers. That's more than what he hit all of last season. Um, you know, the, the ball is in the air again. It's power. It's line drives. It's opposite field. It's kind of – he's doing everything um, as a hitter right now. So, it's it's been really, really fun to watch. And, quite frankly, uh, he has been – just the anchor of this offense, and, and we know that, that that part of the team has been probably the most inconsistent
0: this year. Sophia Minert, hanging out with us here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, and I love that you're breaking down some of those injuries. It does feel like there's a lot of pitchers right now that the Brewers are kind of like crossing their fingers and hoping to get back. I think, is Ashby still in that mix there? And and Lauer yeah. still standing out there? Like, these are guys that certainly it would be nice to have a few more arms as you make a run towards the postseason. Last night, Sophia, I, I admitted to the guys that I shut it off I went to bed. I didn't go to bed. I went and took a shower. Uh, it was 4 nothing, right? They hit the homer in the top of the ninth, and I was like, well, Brewers haven't pushed a single run across tonight, so I'm just going to chalk this up as a loss. Now, they did end up losing, but they made it very interesting in the bottom of the ninth inning. And And as oh, really? Gabe said, well, they lost, so it doesn't really matter that you went to bed. But that does sort of feel like this squad. They're never out of it. It feels like... I should have known better than to walk away with half an inning left. You know, this team is capable of surprising you like that.
1: Yeah. And and it's funny because it, it feels like the team kind of turned a corner in that regard. Probably like in the beginning or middle part of June, like this is something that the team was really good at last year was, was coming from behind and, um, In the early part of the season, quite frankly, that's not something that they were very good at. Um, They had very few wins, like when trailing after the seventh, when trailing after the eighth, and now I think since the middle of June, they're over 10 come from behind wins now, just within like the last month, Um, and they've had to overcome some pretty significant deficits there. Now, it is a credit, it is an absolute credit to their pitching and their defense. That's been the biggest reason why they've been able to win as many games as they have, so... The bullpen has done a, an excellent job of just allowing the offense to come back. Um, as you said, last night was a little different because they gave up the, the two-run homer uh, to make it four to nothing. But it, it does feel like, for whatever reason, this team, they've been able to turn a corner in, in that regard. Um, part And it's, it's interesting because they're doing it typically without hitting home runs. It's been more manufactured offense. It's been hits and stolen bases, and it's been – situational hitting and and, you know this has been a tough series for them in terms of that regard but that's how you have to win these games Um, you can't always be so home run reliant and I think that has been a difference for the offense overall. Sophia you mentioned the trade deadline and we won't talk to you Mm -hmm. again until that has passed what's your gut telling you you think they're going to do something or are they going to just stand pat and go with what they have? My inclination uh, is that they will make every effort to make a move. We had general manager Matt Arnold in the booth with us last night, and obviously a lot can change in a week, but you know, he really believes that like this team has done everything possible for him to want to add to the team. He wants to make the team better. I think they're always exploring that. Um, they've made some really impactful in-season moves. I think the biggest one being Julio Tehran. Um, that wasn't a trade, but they're, they're just always looking for ways uh, to add to this team. And I think, you know, something for fans to keep in mind is the trade deadline is really the last opportunity to la- to add to your roster. Um, obviously, you can make transactions there within uh, the organization, but this is, this is really your last shot to add from outside. So, um, you know, adding a bat, seems like a pretty good place to start. Historically, they've always added a reliever. Um, I think in that regard, they actually feel pretty good about their bullpen, the options. They're going to get Justin Wilson back here on the road trip as well. That's a, a lefty that we have not seen this year. He's been rehabbing from Tommy John surgery, but he's a veteran with a ton of experience. He could be a really nice compliment to Hobie Milner. So, yeah, it's. I, I think – the market's also going to dictate, right? Like what they're able to do. Um, you know, if you remember the trade deadline last year, we all the headline was the hater trade, but they tried really, really hard to add a bat. And unfortunately they just could not get a deal across the finish line. So uh, it always takes two um, for these deals to come through, but I, I do think they, they're more likely to add some pieces, hopefully.
0: Sophia, thanks for hanging with us this morning. Have a great one. Enjoy the rubber match. And we'll talk to you again soon.
1: All right. Thanks guys. Have a great day.